All right, hey, it's uh, Friday night, and uh, that means it's Friday update. It's week number 18. This week is uh, going to be brought to you. It's Friday, why not? Sneaky Weasel beer brought to you by, thank you very much to the folks at Sneaky Weasel. Ah, that sound means we're on the air. But uh, hey, we've got to number 18 this year. Uh, that's going to be Tanner Ward, and guess who we've got here with us? We've got Tanner Ward. Tanner, thanks for chatting with us. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. All right, man. Hey, first off, where the heck have we got you? I'm guessing a bedroom or where are you there? Uh, no, I, I'm in a bedroom right now. I'm just at home. You're at home? And what's, uh, what is home these days? Uh, in Simcoe, Ontario. I actually staying at my girlfriend's place. Okay. There's, that just opened up a whole new avenue of questions. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. What's your lovely girlfriend's name again? Uh, Montana. Montana. How did I forget Montana? Uh, yeah, for real. It's a state. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, well, hey, man, it's uh, Friday update number 18. That's you, man. You're on a new team this season. we got all kinds of cool stuff to talk about. But let's, uh, because, hey, man, we, why not? we got, uh, we got lots of film. We can, uh, we're not really on a time schedule here. So let's take it way back. And, uh, hey, first of all, how old are you now, Tanner? I'm 20 now. Getting old, unfortunately. <laughs> Doesn't that seem weird saying that? Yeah, it does. It feels like I was just 12 yesterday. Yeah, I know. It's, it feels, feel, yeah, see, it feels like you were 12, so that makes me ancient. <laughs> but, uh, okay, man, so uh, let's, let's take it way back. And um, your dad's name is Jeff Ward, so I kind of have to know how you got into the sport. But the, how did you get into the sport of moto? Uh, actually, funny enough, um, my dad actually never raced, but uh, he raced go-karts, and my two oldest brothers also raced go-karts, and they wanted to get into moto. And then uh, by the time I came along, they are already pretty – pretty much hardcore into moto well not not hardcore like i am now but uh they uh were already racing and everything and uh, i was pretty much born into it actually i was almost born at walton uh, i was a couple couple days after walton i was born so uh, my mom was pregnant there and everything so uh yeah and so obviously my brothers raced and then i got into i got a p-dub when i was uh like two and a half i was already on a two wheel bike and everything so my dad put me on a pw and uh the rest is history is that the kind of thing, you know, your dad had, your parents have a kid, they're like, okay, this guy's going to be the next champ. Well, okay, maybe not this guy. Okay, this one's going to be the next champ. <laughs> Tanner, come on, Tanner. This kid's going to be the next <laughs> champ. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, all my brothers were actually pretty decent at riding and everything, and uh, but I guess I just had a little bit extra. I don't know. Right. Yeah, you know, I guess the formula kept changing, too, and your, uh, the kind of the, the steps your dad knew how to take and your family knew how to take and stuff, it just kind of, you know, starts uh, making more and more yeah. sense as you go. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, now what? To, okay, now my other favorite question is, wh how the heck did you pick your first race number? What was it, and how did you pick it? Uh, my first race number is actually number four, and uh, it's because of Ricky Carmichael, which is a cool story. I got to go to his place this year, last year as well. So uh, I really looked up to Ricky as a kid. And um, hey, where'd you go? You're oh, back. I don't know. Yeah, I'm back. And uh, yeah, really looked up to Ricky as a kid. And um, yeah, and then unfortunately I had to go to. 41 not long after that because of cmrc rules so i didn't get to keep the force for very long but uh yeah that's how i got it and uh yeah well now i know there's more a little bit more to this story because also you had to go to yeah 414 that's because funny story cmrc didn't let me keep 41 because there was a number 41 in the 7 to 8 class and i was 4 to 6 so i had to go to 414 and uh yeah uh, I like the number four. I feel like I've, beside, I've, I've changed my number quite a bit through the years, but um, 
besides one year, I've had number the number four in all my numbers. So, uh, and obviously this year is different. I can't choose it, but um, yeah. So I obviously like number four. You do like the four, and if you double it and put it in front, you get this. Yeah, yeah, eighty-four. <laughs> I like it. That's that's uh, that's like my number on everything. Uh, like all my video games, everything's eighty-four. So if I get a career number eventually, I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna be four or eighty-four, but uh, I'll worry about that when the time comes. <laughs> okay, nice, nice. Now, now I mean, you just answered that, but so was Ricky was your hero coming up and everything? Any other riders? Like uh, obviously, there's Ricky kind of overlapped a whole bunch of guys. Was Ricky was always your guy? Yeah, pretty much until he retired. And at the time, I was still really young. I think when he right, retired, I was six, oh seven, and so I was only like six or seven. And I'm like, why is he retiring? Like, why does he stop racing dirt bikes? Like, what? <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then I don't know. I kind of went through my stages. I think I after after Ricky, I don't really know who my favorite rider was at the point. Maybe Villapoto, or because he was Villapoto was still on two fifties. And I don't honestly, I don't even know at that point. Um, but yeah, I know Ricky was pretty much my main guy when I was younger and that's who I wanted to be. Does it seem funny that maybe it's just me? Just, uh, Villapoto won four Supercross championships in a row. And I don't know if his name's getting thrown around as much as it should be these days. I don't know. I feel like we, uh, we're rough on history. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like he kind of vanished from the sport for a bit. And like, I mean, you only as good as your last race and people kind of in this sport, they seem to uh, fade away pretty quick because there's always someone new and everything. So, uh, yeah, maybe that's the reason. I'm not too sure, but yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's funny. Now, um, you kind of came obviously show that picture there with Young Cryer there, you guys. That was that was actually from 2007 at Grand Bend. That uh, that one picture there. But who were your rivals? I mean, when you got a little bit older, obviously it was the Fab Three, as Jeff McConkey yeah. would say, right? You, Marco, and uh, and Mr. Watling. But uh, yeah, who growing up? Who was your big rivals? Uh, yeah, I honestly in the 50 class I started actually as Nathan Cryer. Both Nathan Cryer and I battled like on 50s, and uh, it kind of changed over the year, uh, the years. Obviously, um, at one point I think it was me, Nathan Cryer, and then also Christopher Silva. Um, uh, yeah, and then by the time I was on 85s is when kind of me and Marco started battling quite a bit, and then uh, obviously till the day it's still Marco and I battling, but uh, but yeah, I, that's pretty much much my rivals if you want to say right. it but uh yeah now are you are you are you marco as close buddies as we like to think you are like are you guys good buddies yeah i consider us good buddies we don't like talk on a daily basis or anything but uh but yeah definitely aren't not friends <laughs> how about with uh, austin watling the other fab three member yeah him and i are still good buddies we pretty much <laughs> we game all the time and everything and uh we keep in touch with each other quite a bit obviously not as much since he's not riding and stuff anymore and <clears throat> since riding such like uh takes up most of my time i don't really have too much time to hang out with people but uh yeah him and i are still really close okay now you i mean obviously i got to know you and your dad and stuff like that uh traveling around the big u.s amateur nationals and things what um i mean was that something that your older brothers did as well or did that kind of come in more as you got into your own there it kind of came in as when i was uh kind of riding by myself um because at one point there was actually five of us riding because also my stepbrother. So there was five of us going to the races. So that wasn't cheap. And I don't think we could have really afforded to go to like a mini O's or something with five of us racing. Cause uh, yeah, it's pretty expensive. So um, by the time I was kind of just racing on my own, uh, all my brothers were kind of done and everything. So uh, it's by time or was the time we started going to like Loretta's mini O's, but 
I was still only like I was only eight or nine at the time anyway so it uh I was still young it wasn't like it was late in my career that we started going to those races right I, I always tell the joke like uh, anybody who listened like I always say but I remember one of the times I first met you I went all the way to Florida and for some reason I forgot to bring any shorts and your dad had something <laughs> to me so I'm running around hey because the name Jeff Ward obviously I'm an old guy he was one of my heroes growing up so I'm like hey I'm wearing Jeff Ward shorts but uh, <laughs> anyway that was <laughs> kind of a joke back in the day and you remember I'm going to have to dig out this interview. Remember us when it was getting late and I grabbed you and we didn't yeah. have to interview in the headlights? <laughs> Around the headlights, yeah. Oh, some good old days. Man, it's funny. I always say this. It's like, I mean, in my job, it's great. I get to know all, you know, you guys and your families and stuff like that. And it's it's just kind of cool that I, I like to, I, across this whole country and stuff, I certainly I could knock on on the ward house and come in for dinner. You know what I mean? It's just kind of a cool, for sure. uh, kind of one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. But uh, Yeah, the that's the moto community for you. Yeah, yeah, I just think it's so funny. It's almost dark and the bugs are coming out. Come on, quick, we got to do an interview. Yeah, we're getting loaded up to head home. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> just sitting in the car trying to leave truck. Uh, I was, okay, so what, uh, what was your best uh, big amateur race? Um, I, I don't even know. Like my, my most accomplished one, I'd say, is probably Monster Cup. That was pretty cool. We, we road trip down there together and everything. And, uh, yeah, it's just like my most accomplished run. Obviously, I didn't do good there and had like problems, and I, I wish I got to go again. But uh, I don't know. I always did good at Walton. It was uh, there's something about like every time I go down the states, I just couldn't put it together. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but um, I always enjoyed racing Walton. Um, never did good at the Reds, really. So I, I don't know. I don't really have one like that really sticks out to me. But uh, yeah, okay. I'd say what was your favorite? Probably Monster Cup. What was your favorite track down south? Um, I really loved Monster Mountain to just kind of go and ride and have fun. I haven't been there actually in a while, but um, yeah, I'd say probably Monster Mountain for most of my amateur days. I always every time we head down south, I always made sure we stopped there. But uh, racing wise, uh, probably Mini O's outdoor track. I like that a lot. Um, okay. Now what? Yeah, um. Oops, sorry. No, no, I, I was done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's talk about talking about the Walton Transcan. Who was your? Uh, what was your big? Your well, two classes, super mini and then intermediate. What were your big uh, battles there? Uh, super mini for most. I actually posted something about this the other day. That was actually eighty-five class, I guess. But uh, Casey Keats and I battled for quite a few years there, and then my last year I won it. I actually battled a little bit with uh, Jake Trico um yeah uh but i say casey and i had kind of quite a, like we we're battling quite a bit in super mini because by then marco was uh already on big bikes since he was quite a bit bigger than us so um and then once we got the intermediate it was uh that my last year intermediate there were last year i could race walton actually because there uh, was 2016 because it's 17 uh, we didn't have it but uh that year was actually pretty fun because chris 48 came up and raced it and uh <laughs> it was actually me Chris, Austin, Marco, uh, and Casey. There's five of us. That was pretty cool, and no one really knew who was going to win it. So uh, that was pretty cool. Nice. Who took it that year? I believe Marco did. Mm-hmm. wasn't a good wasn't a good year for me that year, 2016, <laughs> especially in the last couple of motos. Didn't have. Uh, I was more more on the ground than it was not. <laughs> but I know there's a good thing about that year. I think that's the one I got a picture of your dad standing up on the fence and just yelling at you, cheering. That might have been that year. It might have been. Might have been, yeah. I'm you know that picture sure. I'm talking about? I Did think so. I don't. I kind of can, but I kind of yeah, can't. Exactly. I don't know. 
he's standing on the short fence and he's just like, ah, it's a great shot. <laughs> I've seen it a million times. So <laughs> just at different tracks. I yeah, I guess. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yelling, eh? <laughs> okay. So what was your, uh, what was your first pro race? What year was that? And how'd it go? Uh, 2017 at Gopher. Uh, it was all right. Um, how did I do? I think I got, I didn't get the best overall because I actually DNF my first moto and then the second moto, I got like eighth, but the first moto was pretty sweet. I got a good start and my like natural instinct was just to give it my all. And I'd never done like a pro race, a long moto like that. And I practiced a bunch of thirties before that, but never raced a 30. And, uh, you realize how much different it is once you go racing. And I was, I think it was like a lap and a half to go. I crashed in the pro section. I was like running fifth or something like that and uh, DNF'd it because it was a pretty hard crash. And the second moto was just totally had energy. And I think I got like eighth, but it was pretty good. Like I just wanted to get like a top 15. That's all my goals were. And, uh, but yeah, it was not too bad, I guess. <laughs> right, now what bike were you on there? Uh, I was on a KTM then, right. 250. Okay, well, let's, let's talk about the, the KTM years. Obviously, uh, a couple of years there with KTM. We'll talk about, obviously, things are things have changed for this hopeful season. But um, yeah. the KTM years, your teammates and stuff like that, what, uh, how was that and everything? You had a couple, couple uh, fast dudes. Yeah, it was cool. I was on the pro team there for two years. I was actually with KTM for five, but uh, my last two was as a pro. First year, it was uh, uh, Kevin Benoit, Cole Thompson, and I, and uh, that was pretty cool. They were I mean, they're quite a bit older than me, and uh, they were both in the 450 class. So they were kind of, it was kind of cool to see that little rivalry between them and uh, me just kind of be able to do my own thing. And uh, I actually spent quite a bit of time with Kevin. I stayed with him at Club MX, and then I stayed at his house that summer. And it was really cool. He, was, uh, he helped me out a lot. He was very uh, kind of like positive with me. And, uh, yeah, he was teaching me a lot that year, and it was really cool. And, uh and then I guess, yeah, leads up to last year, which was uh, Jess, Cole, and I. And last year, it was fun with Jess and I. Uh, we we kind of got together. I guess we got together down south and uh, at his sister's place in Tallahassee. And then, um, yeah, we trained together. And then in the summer, we got back together. We rented a place in Quebec. Uh, so that was pretty cool, just being able to hang out and then push each other when we were doing motors and stuff. And uh, it was a little bit frustrating because, like, during the week, I'm like, feeling good like riding like I was pretty close to him or just as fast as him and then uh we go to the weekend and it wasn't there so that was kind of <laughs> frustrating but uh but no it was good it's definitely helped me and I uh, learned a lot a lot off him yeah yeah that's right I well just did uh, spoke with uh, Jess a couple weeks ago and everything and we're talking about that and about how down in uh, Tallahassee and you got to ride at uh, Carmichael's and stuff with him last year and I asked him kind of the same thing if he was still with you like in my mind you're still uh, I haven't got I haven't seen you race yet on your new bike so I got to Nah. smart enough but uh talk about that that's i mean i was i've got my one of my favorite photos of all time as both ricky's mom and dad both doing their own thing ricky's bike in the middle and uh she hates her photo being taken it's not she's not really she's not even looking yeah. at the camera. and i want i want to post it because I, I love it i gotta ask her permission i'm sure she's watching this <laughs> if you're watching but uh, anyway what you tell us about that experience what was that like ah that was unreal um so yeah, I got to go there for the first time last year because uh, of JSR. JSR knew her and uh, from his days of training with Ricky. And uh, so yeah, that's how we kind of got the in there. And then uh, it was really fun. We actually we were only going two days a week for about I think it was about like six weeks I was there. So got to go there a couple times a week and uh, join in with their group. And they're so welcoming, welcoming. And uh, yeah, it was fun. It's uh, like a dream come true. You get to go to the farm and 
he see Ricky there and so yeah, and then uh, so I pulled some strings this year for the boys at the Honda, and we got to go there. So I was pretty stoked with that, and we were there pretty much the whole winter. It wasn't really the original plan, but uh, yeah, it was working out well. So it was cool. Yeah, so it's funny. Like Ricky's mom, she's so soft spoken, but then uh, she knows what she's doing. It's like if she says something, you're like, "Yes, Mrs. Carmichael," you know, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's. Uh, She's a sweetheart, but then uh, don't do anything wrong. I, I don't want to get on her bad side because uh, I feel like she could be mean. So, <laughs> But, no, she's super nice, and, uh, yeah, she loved having us, and uh, I'm assuming we'll be going back there next year. I hope so. Oh, that's cool. When I was there, there all the guys were on the Supercross track. Nobody was going to be even on the motocross track, and, and Big Rick was out there on the tractor just grooming, the, just grooming and grooming the motocross track. Nobody was riding it. Nobody <laughs> just loves it. The guy just loves it. Yeah, no, they both just love it. I mean, uh, I imagine they both could be retired at this point and just kind of live in their own lives, but they're there every morning, and uh, Big Rick's there at like 7, 8 a.m., making sure the track's ready to go, which is really cool because, uh, I mean, it's something that – it's not like they have to be doing this, you know, for the paycheck. And they do it because they, they love it, and, you know, you kind of – you appreciate that when you see little things like that for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, now, um, okay, so obviously now you're with the uh, GDR Honda Fox Racing Team. Um, like how did this come up and was this, you know, when your contract was up at KTM was coming up or resigning or did they come, come a courting? How, how did it all go? Um, yeah, well, I guess it kind of started back in the middle of last summer, uh, when I was getting ready for the races there or, or the race there, I was obviously riding there quite a bit and conversation just kind of striked up with, uh, with Derek and, uh, you know, one thing led to another and next thing you know, I was signing a contract in, uh, right before Montreal Supercross there so yeah it was really cool it's uh you I mean being that close to home is uh, a big thing for me and you know having to travel I mean eight hours to go see the team and just having that I think you know like every day the team's right there the if I need to make little adjustments here and there and then uh, when the, the team just won both championships it's kind of hard to say no to when they're offering you something and they want you part of the program obviously they see something in me and then, uh, yeah, they're obviously doing something right, so I want to be a part of that. And I think uh, think I can do it with them but for sure. The the passion behind them is uh, like no other. You just kind of see it in the pits and uh, what they're able to do. So it's uh, I'm excited to be part of their program for sure. Nice. Now the uh, the KTM's are kind of known for grabbing uh, great starts and everything. You got the uh, got the Honda dialed. Oh yeah, we got it good. We're gonna uh, we're gonna do some testing here soon, and uh, hopefully when we go racing. Uh, We'll be getting good starts. Okay, now now let's talk about uh, now. This is going to seem this has to kind of seem weird. You now you're in a kind of a mentor position. Now all of a sudden there's <laughs> young rider McNabb coming up. What's that like? That whole new role for you? Yeah, it is definitely a different role, and uh, I kind of do feel like more of a I guess veteran you want to say, but um, not only because the 450 rider. You mean like I've had Cavan or I've had Cole, and they're quite a bit older than me and uh, uh, more experienced and whatnot. But now now I have Dylan's the 450 rider and like I was just racing Dylan so I don't like I look at I look up to him for sure but I don't like I mean see him like oh he's Dylan right like I mean, last year I was wanting to beat him right so uh yeah and then having riders it's pretty cool it's like uh see myself I guess like six years ago and uh just kind of seeing what um he's going to be good in the future but it's pretty cool being able to have him because he's man he's fast there ain't no doubt about it and he keeps me on my toes while he rides so uh yeah he's pretty cool Okay, and here's a, about as loaded a question as I can think of here. So the past few years, you had JSR as your guy. 
this year you've got Colton Fasciati as kind of the mentor dude at the thing. Who's, who's the guy? What's, uh, who, who, yeah, I mean, six-time versus five-time. <laughs> no, I can't really compare. I mean, they both had the, like, they're both really, really good riders and uh, awesome guys for sure. And uh, me and Colton, it's kind of cool because me and Colton already kind of had a little relationship before joining the team. So that's uh, only going to help me for sure. So um, I don't know. I can't really compare them. They're both, both, both awesome guys and, uh, and they both mean well in the, yeah, I think I can't really compare them. For sure. I don't know. <laughs> now you and, and Colton, are you guys close? Obviously you live basically right just north of uh, Gopher Dunes, basically straight up 59 there or whatever. Is it because of that or is it because of video gaming, you know, Colton so well? Ah, video gaming. <laughs> ah, no, last year we, we rode quite a bit uh, the last couple of years together too during the summer while uh, like Dylan was in Quebec or whatever and Colton was riding by himself. So, so yeah, we got in touch with everyone, started riding together here and there. And then obviously, yeah, the video gaming too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one, Honestly, one more question. Hmm? Speaking of that, he's probably calling me to go play hockey. No, I can't. <laughs> Okay, one more question about your mentors, and then we'll move on. But uh, what's, uh, what was one thing, like, if you can think of something that JSR was always stressing, like, uh, keep your head up. Some guys always say the one thing, last thing they say is keep your head up or look up. Uh, between him and what uh, Colton, what, any, anything you can say that they've really kind of stressed? Um, nothing like that. I'd say, like, they both, like, point out the same or whatever. I know JSR was always very, like, uh, like the team doesn't have any pressure. Like, just come on, just do your thing. and. Uh, like we don't, I mean, we're not expecting you to go do anything magical or whatever. Like just kind of try to like take the pressure off on race day, like not make it seem like that. Like we had to go win and everything. And uh, I, right now it's obviously, I'm still new with Colton for like as a mentor and everything. And uh, I, he helps me on the bike, but anything he sees that I'm kind of, you know, doing wrong or whatever, he helps me. And then, uh, but we haven't really got to race day yet, and I'm interested to see how that goes. I think it'll be be good, obviously, but uh, maybe we'll, we'll talk at the end of the summer, and maybe I can answer that question a little bit better. But is Colton a lot chattier once uh, once you're under the tent with him and stuff like that? Yeah, for sure. I feel like uh, I feel like race day. I honestly, I never really talked to like Colton on race day too much, just because we're we're obviously obviously different tents, different uh, different races, so we didn't really cross paths too much, but. Uh, Every time I see Colton, he's always been pretty chatty and pretty, uh, yeah, outgoing. So, um, but I feel like I feel like it's a little bit different on race day, but it might be different now that he doesn't have to race. Yeah, we might see a new Colton here for sure this year. <laughs> for sure, I think we will. <laughs> All right, man. Well, let's let's talk about. Um, you mentioned kind of uh, down down south. Where, where have you been through the winter? I mean, now obviously you're back home in Simcoe there, but uh, what, where where were you the past couple months? Uh, so we started off actually at Luke Renson's place for there, uh, for a couple of weeks. And then, uh, we moved over to, uh, Carmichael's like, I think the middle of, for start of February. And then we were there until we came home, which was the uh, middle of March because we were supposed to stay until like the middle of April, but, uh, obviously got cut short through this whole coronavirus thing. So, um, came home just to play it safe, but, um, yeah, so. We were actually going to end up going to GPF for the last couple of weeks for our trip, but uh, obviously that didn't happen. Yeah, so we pretty much were just at Carmichael's. Okay. Now what um, – I mean, now we're May 1st today, so what's uh, – I mean, we should be getting ready to go racing. Obviously, we're not. What's, uh, what's the plan? Uh, what do you do these days? 
just kind of we've definitely laid off of our full-time training programs because well up till was it yesterday or two days ago we really didn't know what was going on and uh, we're still for sure not certain what's going on but uh, just kind of we're uh, kind of we're still training still riding and everything but uh, just kind of maintaining and uh, kind of waiting to see what's going on and before we crack the hammer but um, yeah still able to ride which is awesome because gophers just down the road and then uh, we have a gym there and everything so we're pretty set up and uh, able to do do our thing without uh, interfering with anybody or coming in contact with anybody which is awesome. Okay now someone had it here in my notes to ask about uh, if you know if it's a 12 or a 13 millimeter for the drain plug bolt but I'm not I'm not gonna ask I won't ask you that. Huh? <laughs> drain so, plug. On the on a two fifty, a Honda two fifty. Yeah, never mind. I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> Where did I go in there? Remember, I uh, my first video I have of you on the new bike. I, anyway. Nah, I don't know what you're talking about. Don't make me. Don't make me describe what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Um. Now. Okay. So, the fact. Okay. So the are you a lot of guys I talk to because of the coronavirus and the and the parts problems and all that stuff are told not even told but. They kind of like okay you know what we're gonna ride maybe twice a week we're gonna ride every have you toned it down are you able to yeah yeah we're when we were down south we were riding four times we're four to five days a week and uh we were pretty hard at it but uh we're about we're riding about like three days a week and then uh, we'll we'll have like a fun day we'll go trail riding you guys probably saw his video there uh, not too long ago we'll go trail riding or uh we actually did a pretty fun moto one day we did like five laps on the track and we went into the trails and then five laps of the track when there would be trails. We did it for like an hour. It was really cool. It was fun. And, uh, yeah, just trying to keep it fun because, I mean, we've been on the bike now since middle of January. And if, who knows how long we'll be racing, maybe till the end of – it says till the end of October right now. So, I mean, that's quite a few months of uh, riding and training and trying not to get burnt out. So, try to keep it fun now before we have to get too serious and get into racing mode again soon. So, uh, just kind of taking advantage of a little bit of downtime and. Uh, because soon enough we'll be full full wide open again and yeah racing and uh we'll, we'll be tired so yeah that's right it's funny people don't know i mean some people you know I, I plan on doing some product testing and stuff at gopher dunes and uh, i may stay away from some of that some of the i may get there early in the morning and then move to the trails but if people don't know that trail circuit there is that's a lot of fun in there yeah they are and uh actually i don't even think we don't take advantage of them enough because uh we yeah, the day that we did that moto, it, like they were still kind of fresh because I think they made some changes, or whatever, in there. And uh, when I was riding, I'm like, man, these are fun. Like I can do, like I can do a full moto, like in these. Obviously, it wasn't rough and it wasn't too too gnarly, but uh, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Okay. Now we we briefly talked about some of the mentors and stuff like that coming up, and now you're mentoring a you know in that role with a rider. What about um, obviously six time guy retires. Dylan Wright moving up to the 450. Is he? Is uh, he got what it takes to be the next? Uh, the next Colton. I keep calling him that, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Dylan's fast. I mean, <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty mind-boggling watching him sometimes. You know how fast he can go around the track, and then uh, and then me trying to go out there and somewhat keep up to him. <laughs> but no, he's ripping, and uh, I think he's going to surprise a lot of people this year. He's uh, definitely got what it takes to win. I think. Oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we get to see that uh, sometime soon, of course. Um, 
Now we, we talked also another, well, keep, I'll keep bugging you here for a few more questions here. But, uh, <laughs> we talked good. about, um, you know, KTM guys are like, Hey, you know what? No pressure. I remember, I, I remember that actually, you're always talking about that. They're saying no pressure, just go, which must've been weird because your dad gave you some pressure, but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah. but now what's, uh, what's the Derek Schuster formula? What's, uh, do you got a whip out or is he telling you to cool it? <laughs> no, we kind of got our plan. He's, uh, like I said before, he's super passionate. So he's always like thinking of something or not something, but always thinking of what we can do better and what we can do. And uh, obviously this is new to all of us. So it's not like this is something that we've all experienced, but uh, you know, he kind of, he's always got a plan or got, uh, got something for us to do, which is good. So uh, it's not like we're just sitting there tooling our thumbs. It's uh, he's uh, very, uh, I'm trying to, I don't even know what the words strategized, I guess. He's uh, really good that way. So, not too sure, obviously. Like I said, same way as Colton, we haven't really haven't raced with them yet, so uh, it'll be all it's gonna be new to to me and obviously to them with me uh, once we go racing and uh, just kind of working out the kinks and everything and seeing what what he expects. Like he might be the same way, have no pressure, but uh, I guess time will tell once we go racing. All right. Hey, now what about Matt Bannon? What does Matt Bannon do? Does he just drive up in a short bus and uh, hang out? What's his role? <laughs> Uh, no, he rolls up in his Raptor actually. <laughs> but uh, no, I, he's uh, he's I haven't seen him too too much. Obviously, because like, people are uh, social distancing and everything. And uh, but uh, no, he's he's awesome dude. And I haven't got to know him too too well yet. Just obviously over the last couple of months. But uh, he just kind of brings everything back to life when we kind of obviously us riders get worked up or whatever. He just uh, he's really good at keeping us calm and. Uh, from what I heard, he's really good that way too. Obviously, I haven't experienced it, like I said before. I uh, haven't experienced with him too much, but uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's a really cool dude. You know, me, me, Derek, and Matt drove down to Indiana to pick up a couple uh, converted buses, <laughs> short buses. <laughs> we stopped in in Michigan and went to a uh, London Knights game. Then we went there, and I took a short bus to Edmonton on New Year's Eve. <laughs> okay, I got to get a life. <laughs> anyway, okay, so... Now you've, um, I mean, growing up, you did the, like arena cross, you've done lots of arena cross and stuff like that. Now, uh, supercross down South, is that a goal someday or what? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I go to Daytona every year and every year I say, I'm, I'm going to race this next year. I'm going to race, well, not every year, obviously, but the last couple of years I've said, I'm going to race this next year. I'm going to race this next year. And uh, obviously the cars haven't really played out yet, but um, it's something I want to do for sure. Especially before I get off two fifties, I think uh, I want to do it, but it's, it's hard for us, um, especially us East Coast, because by the time the East Coast Supercross rolls around, we're already into our kind of outdoor training or our Canadian training, let's say. And uh, it's kind of a risk versus reward. It's, I mean, we can go down there and go race Supercross, but I mean, I get paid to get to come race here or yeah, here in Canada. And uh, if I got hurt going down there, it wouldn't be too good. It wouldn't look good, too good on me. So, uh, but yeah, it's something I want to do, but I just have kind of the cards have to play out and. Uh, yeah, but uh, I'll definitely want to do it before my career is over for sure. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's such a such a weird sport. I mean, you can get hurt practicing and stuff like that. And then you're hanging out with Jess Pettis, who obviously really wants to do Supercross. So, I mean, that must have rubbed off too, right? Yeah, for sure. And, uh, yeah, he definitely talks highly about Supercross and he did well. And so it's kind of it's motivating to want to go down there and do it. And uh, But uh, we'll definitely get – we'll I'll definitely do it at some point. Okay, how about um, – Motocross of Nations, that's something you uh, would love to one day too? For sure. Uh, definitely something I really want to do. It would be really cool to go represent the country and just uh, race against those European guys and 
all the top guys obviously in the world and uh it'd be cool to go over to Europe and uh go race my dirt bike that wouldn't uh be something I'd be shy of for sure all right well um well I, I can't really think of any more motocross questions at the moment uh maybe we can cut you some slack here how about we how about we hit you up with what uh I just finished well I'm a huge community fan on Netflix I mean I've watched like communities just I think it's great anyway what uh if anybody hasn't watched Community, start at season episode one and go through it. It's just the most unhinged, weird, crazy. <laughs> Have you watched the Community? Mm -mm. Oh. I've never been really uh, a Netflix guy. Sorry. Uh, okay. So until the last couple of years, or until the last couple of years. Okay. So, well, uh, everything's still new to me. Wow, man. See, and you're young. You could probably start at Seinfeld at season one, episode one, and see them all for the first time. But, uh, sure what, could. What, tell me to go binge something. What can I go watch? What can we go watch? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, right now, I'm watching Suits. My girlfriend's in uh, school to be a paralegal and a lawyer, so uh, Suits. She's into that, and it's a pretty good show, actually. But uh, we before that, we just got done The Office. It's pretty, uh, pretty mainstream, but it's pretty funny. <laughs> Have you ever watched the actual original, The British Office? No, I haven't. Is it good? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> Ricky Gervais is pretty damn funny. <laughs> maybe we'll have to look into that <laughs> all right now um what what's the uh what's the video game of uh, choice these days still hockey or what are you playing uh play a little bit of hockey and actually got into supercross uh it's actually funny since we've been home a lot lately everyone's been home obviously so um just been uh it's been like you can make a lobby or whatever with all your buddies and you can allow 12 people and one night we actually had to make like two lobbies or so many of us playing so it's pretty fun but uh it gets, I get uh, pretty worked up sometimes, you know, I want to, I want to win. <laughs> now, can I still and, uh, get that on my ColecoVision? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> that way predates you. Sorry, that's the, that's the sneaky weasel talking. Okay, buddy. Well, um, yeah, I appreciate your time. It's kind of fun. I mean, these, I, the website is still down for goodness sakes. It, it, we tried to make things smaller and it actually quadrupled and crashed the entire server. So it's a nightmare for the, it's not me doing it. That's fixing it. It's the guys that have to fix it. So uh, these are fun to do. Even when the site's going again, we're going to do more of these. So I really I appreciate you taking the time here with us, man. These are uh, fun to do. It gives people a chance to kind of get to know the personalities. And I got to get some non-red lighting. Why do I look, why do I look so red? Uh, the sun a little bit. The sun's yeah, finally out here in Ontario. You can get out. It's been a while. <laughs> but no, I really appreciate it, Tanner. And uh, um, who would you like to thank, man? And we'll let you get on with your Friday night. <laughs> this is actually the first time I have to do this, I think, with the whole new team. But uh, so i'll try my best but uh yeah the whole gdr team uh fox honda um rim bikes pro circuit dunlop um i know there's major ones in there that i'm gonna forget and i gotta learn for sure but uh bristol coach works um yeah this is the whole gdr honda team uh my trainer brad my uh migration unlimited um yeah everyone atlas oakley um I think that's it. That's all I can know for sure right now. But uh, just everyone who supports the team and supports me, uh, Napa, Napa Whitecourt, uh, they're a personal sponsor this year. I'm stoked to have them. Um, yeah, just everyone. Thank you so much. All right. Hey, what's the uh, last thing? Where are you riding locally? Just at Gopher Dunes or are you heading some other tracks? No, just Gopher. Just uh, doing our thing at Gopher, keeping uh, our social distancing. Right. Okay. Well, I'm going to talk to Derek and I'm going to bring that uh, YZ250 two-stroke out there and uh, <laughs> pop some wheelies and break some fenders. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, buddy. Thank you very much. 
and we'll uh, have a great weekend. We'll hopefully see you at a track sometime soon. Sounds good. Thanks for doing this.